You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And we are, there are three of us, Sarah, Chase, and myself. Sarah is the <laughs> I'm here. The general manager here at Gear 30, and she's been on the podcast a few times um, because we, ad- we... We feel bad for her. Holy smokes. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> well, well, we to give her now social interaction. I was going to say that we really value her um, opinion. Oh, yeah, that too. And <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Yep. And she is a woman, which is something that we aren't. And so she has opinions and uh, insight into uh, some of the women's gear that we don't. And so... Y- Sarah, you're also an avid backpacker. Yeah. You also like to bike and you like to just do lots of adventuring in a variety of ways. Canyoneering, rock climbing, backpacking. Yeah, whatever there is. You like to travel the whole world and all that stuff. So in all of your years of adventuring, um, I want to ask you as a woman, what are some of the, what what are some of your favorite bits of gear um, and some of the things that you just as a woman shouldn't leave home without for you like because i know from i have my own personal things like i'd never go anywhere without my things but but women's gear is different my wife has different taste in the type of gear that she likes uh different functional needs and those types of things so uh first of all what what's some of your favorite gear and then uh so i think it's it's i mean that's a that's a loaded question that's a loaded question for me because because I like a variety of things. I'm a, I'm a believer in having a quiver of stuff. Uh-huh. You know, you need to have a bag for every purpose. You need to have, you know, a pack for every type of backpacking. So I have probably way too much stuff. And whenever I go home with a new coat, my family's like, another coat? And I was like, <laughs> you never know that you might need it. Absolutely. At some point. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, Right now, probably because it's backpacking season, it's one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot is um, I have had, traditionally, I've had a few backpacks in my life. My first backpack was an REI brand pack, and it was I got it when I was 16, and it was it was pretty good. And then I upgraded to an Osprey, um, the old aerial version, before they upgraded it to this AG system, and that one was really good. Um, I recently, a couple years, or last year, sold that one and just got a new pack. Um, and it's been a little, the love of my life so far. <laughs> it's the Fjallraven Abisko, mm-hmm. um, which they actually don't make anymore. They've changed it and now they make the Keb, which 
looks even more plush. I kind of wish I maybe should have waited out, but um, I love this pack. It's awesome. It has like a hard bottom, um, so you can stand it up wherever you're at and makes it easier to put it on your back. And it has some great, the comfort and the access into the gut. You can gut the whole system. Um, the one thing that I loved and, and one of the things that my Osprey pack did to me was it, um, I actually got a lot of bruises on my hips with huh. my Osprey pack. Same. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Osprey. It works for a lot of people, but for me, I noticed that my, my hips bruised a little bit more easily and I haven't had that situation at all with my really? Fjallraven pack. Yeah. So what's different about the hip belt with the Fjallraven versus the Os- Osprey? You know, I think, um, I think one of the things that I really like is their their whole focus at Fjall Raven is trekking, you know, so their whole idea is like, what's going to be comfortable? We're going to do this for a long time. We're going to be wearing this pack every day, which I don't, I'm not, you know, I think Osprey probably has a similar mentality and maybe the pack just doesn't fit me, but um, they're a little bit more plush. It's a little bit more of a cushion of a pack, um, mm. a hip belt and thicker hip belt. Thicker hip belt. And I think one of the things too is it's um, the way that it arches just works really well with my hips. Um, the new pack systems for Osprey, um, I feel like, I mean, they didn't work at all for me. Um, I felt like it was a really weird system for me. So that's one of the reasons why I switched over to a Fjall Raven. Um, and I love it. It's been awesome. Super comfortable, really plush, durable. Uh-huh. I've liked it a lot. I think to like tag on to what Sarah's saying, from what I found, I, I love the Osprey anti-gravity back system because it, it does make the pack more breathable and it fits comfortably. But when all is said and done, I think a really cush, like, padded hip belt wins overall because mm-hmm. um, you don't get bruises. Right. There's no sharp edges. There's no there's no seams. That's one thing. I, I loved my Osprey pack, but there's a seam that gave me a bruise every single time I wore it. Huh. Um, and so I think the Osprey packs that are my favorite are the Ariel. Not the, I don't wear the Ariel, but the Aether um, because it it still has the anti-gravity system but it has the padded hip belt mm-hmm. right? and so i think if if a company can figure out how to do both then that's what um Fjallraven's done they have that they still have some that have the anti-gravity i mean it's not anti-gravity but that float system mm-hmm. but it has just i'm just a sucker for an actual padded old school hip belt yeah it's it's been really nice for me and that's my go-to i love that pack it's been really good for me yeah when it comes to backpacking especially if you're carrying a lot of weight i would rather have a pack that fits real comfortably and carries the weight well and my back gets sweaty (laughs) than to have a back panel that breathes better but doesn't carry as nicely and the the osprey ag systems they carry pretty well but i definitely have found that when you start overloading them they their weaknesses start to show Mm -hmm. and um i'd rather have something that easily carries the weight that i want to carry not that i'm maxing out their carrying ability well and i think a lot of people's mentality lately is going to that lightweight you know ultra lightweight packs and bags and all that stuff so i think if you're doing that then these packs like these packs are awesome they're beautiful Mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily my mentality i like to carry the kitchen sink with me (laughs) you know like all the food i wanted to carry a chair i'm I'm not an ultralight backpacker, and and so for me, it, this type of pack works better. So that's been one of the things that I've really, really just loved this season. It's been really fun. I'm excited. I'm actually heading out to Portland in a couple weeks, and I'm going to go take it up and um, take it up there and go backpacking in the I can't remember what park it is, but somewhere over there. 
<laughs> Somewhere Bring in it. the mountains. Maybe the, I think the enchantments. Oh, that'd okay. be sweet. I think yeah. we're going to do that. Oh, do a day in Portland so cool. and go out there. So I'm excited to take it out and get some dirt in it. So awesome. Heck yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. And then let's think. Other girly things? I don't know. I feel like it's hard because a lot of the stuff crosses over for me. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me actually is probably apparel yeah. for women's stuff. You probably really like pink, right? Your favorite. I thing love is it when they just pink. shrink it and pink it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All women love pink. Well, it was funny. <laughs> even even the women that say they don't, they're, ju- <laughs> they're, they're just lying. lying. They're just hiding it. They're full they of crap. Really well, it was funny because I think it was the first time I went to OR with you, <laughs> and we're going around and we're going to all these different vendors, and they're showing us. They're like, "We have this really cool technology. It's an awesome. This is an awesome jacket, and it comes in purple and it comes in pink." And I'm just like. What makes you think that? Because I'm a girl, I just want purple and pink. I'm like, my favorite color is <laughs> green and blue. So I always think it's funny. I mean, I like purple and pink, but yeah. Well, my, my little girl, my three-year-old <laughs> little girl loves purple and pink. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife likes purple and pink just fine, but no more than any of the other colors. But mm-hmm. my little girl loves purple and pink. So <clears throat> I don't know. It's I, I don't know if it's just like they just like it or if it's our society, but I don't know. It's weird, <laughs> but they work and it's great. If they want to make it purple and pink, then great. But throw some blue in there as well, maybe. Yeah. But so I don't want to get into, because it would be a little awkward. I don't really want to get into too much of the, on the apparel side, into like the underwear and stuff like that. Um, but we've had some of those discussions on, on the guy's side. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know having the right underwear is important for having a comfortable outing and stuff like that and i know for my wife and i when we're backpacking we've got certain we've got certain bottom layers underwear layers for certain for certain types of activities so our backpacking underwear might be different than our running underwear Mm -hmm. or or whatever else and women have probably have to think about that even just as much as guys. Well, and I, th- I think it's, yes, we're going to get into some, like, very close topics, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, it, I mean, men have to worry about it, too. You know, like, um, as you're hiking, you get hot, and, you know, those areas can be very, very uncomfortable. And so it's important to get a good pair of underwear, a good pair of undergarments. And for any woman who's doing any trail running or backpacking or anything like that, having a good, you know, sports bra is really important and a breathable option. So... Um, I've done, I've found a few options that I really like. There's actually, um, I can't remember the name of it. It's a North, North face bra that I really like. I think it's called a climb. Don't look at me. (laughs) I'm like looking around. Um, and then I actually, for underwear, I like Merino wool, just at least for backpacking. Cause if you're going to be backpacking for a number of days, you want something that you can kind of, that'll last and won't retain smell and and all of that stuff. Um, not that I usually bring a couple pairs if I'm just to like change out of it. Um, but I usually do there's, um, icebreaker has some great underwear, um, for bottoms. They have some awesome on the siren bikini bottom is what I really like. And then they have a hip bikini, which they came out with a couple of years ago that I really like as well. Um, and then, um, I actually use a brand, um, Ordovox, which is also uh-huh. a Merino wool company. And they make these nice kind of like boxer, brief type things that are really comfortable and I use them for a lot of my stuff as well. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, underwear is, is a very important thing. And I think a lot of times it gets overlooked. Like I'll just grab my cotton underwear or my whatever bra and I'm going to go out there and do whatever I need to. But they, um, it can cause a lot of irritations and issues. Right. So I know my wife, when she was doing a lot of trail running, she, she had some icebreaker sports bras mm-hmm. that she thought were comfortable because they managed the moisture pretty well and stuff. But she did a 50 miler in a icebreaker sports bra and there was a seam right down the spine of her back. Mm-hmm. And, and over the course, rubs. yeah, over the course of 50 miles, she finished and she had a bunch of raw spots mm-hmm. and sores on her back that turned into scabs. And I don't know if you can still see the little marks, but for a while you can almost see like tiny little scars along her spine where the vertebrae were. Well, I think it's weird because it's like the things you don't think about because like guys don't have to worry about that, right? right. You know, for the most part. So they do that and they put on a, regu- a backpack and it's there's no, no issue, right? right? With women, there's, you know, a little bit more of an issue, you know? Right. Um, we're tricky sorts. Yeah. But <laughs> so the the icebreaker sports bra that she liked, they changed the, mm-hmm. the, the seams on it. And so there's not a seam along the spine anymore. So the but one thing that I will say about the icebreaker that people, I think, if women are going to buy a sports bra is they, um, most of them don't come with cup inserts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you want, you have to have your own cup inserts. There's one that does. Um, so if you want a little bit more support and protection, then you have to kind of take that in consideration. So that's one of the reasons why I didn't go with them is because I, I didn't like that feature. Yeah. So I went to the, the North Face and it's been, um, the North Face, I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of different companies, a lot of different brands. I know Ex Officio does some, some stuff and, um, Marmot and Pat, like most companies have some form of underwear, but yeah. I just liked the variety. And I think I'm just pointed at because I see there's an icebreaker sports bra hanging on that rack right there. But yeah. um, so the icebreaker sports bras probably aren't the ideal for most women for trail running because they're not really no. that supportive. For hiking, I don't think it's a big but deal. For hiking, they're just um, kind of they like manage a moisture well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's a lot of bras out there. Like Moving Comfort is a is a mm-hmm. well known brand for for higher impact type things my wife i got some ordered some moving comfort bras for her when she was getting into trail running and she didn't love them because for one they were too warm they were Mm. there was too much and there was too hot and and stuff (coughs) like that and so she liked as minimal and as breathable of a bra as she could get that would still offer enough Mm -hmm. support i've used the two that i go to regularly is i have a mammut one and i have a north face one and those have been the two yeah. that I really like they're breathable enough and they support you and yep yeah so what <laughs> so what about like there we go <laughs> so what about like hiking pants and hiking um, shirts so I bet um, you're gonna say Fjallraven so funny thing or Mammut actually not I Mammut has some great products the issue with me is I have such long legs and Mammuts tend to be shorter okay so I think the material and quality is awesome yeah um, but they just don't fit me the way I, I, I mean, I have like a 34, 36 inch inseam. So it's like, I'm an irregular woman. <laughs> um, but, um, it's hard, I think to b- find, there's like this new trend to use yoga pants everywhere, like yeah. just leggings, um, which can be fine, but I, same thing. People don't think about material and what they're using it for. And so they're using these, these cotton leggings and they're going hiking in the middle of the summer or, or in the fall and it rains. And then they, 
get irritations and stuff like that. So um, Fjall Raven is one of my favorite brands. I have three pairs of their pants. Um, and I like them probably because they come in a raw length. So because I have freakishly long legs, the raw length fits me. Huh. Where most people would have to like hem it six inches. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> nice. So that's really nice. But they have a really good durable quality that I really like. They have a, um, a trekking tight that I really just absolutely love. Um, but if you're not into the whole tight option, tight option, they have um, just lightweight pants and a whole variety of things um, that so I really enjoy. So they have the trekking tight and is it called the trail tight? So they have the trail tight, which is the new version. And so I guess I have that one. It's a little bit lighter weight, and we went and did a backpacking trip down in southern Utah um, earlier in the summer. I can't even remember where we went. Kolob Canyon. Mm-hmm. And we didn't realize, but our campsite, we had to cross through a river, and the river was a lot deeper because it was a high water year for us. And so it pretty much came up to my, like, the middle of my thighs crossing the river. And so my pants got completely wet. My I have the trail tight. Mm-hmm. And um, they dried so fast. And it wasn't even super warm, but they dried really fast. And they were even comfortable when they were wet. Like, they didn't irritate my skin. And it was, they were really nice. Yeah. So I would definitely go for them. My wife has the trekking tights. And she likes those, but they're a little warm. Like, mm-hmm. she only uses them generally in the fall, winter, and spring. Because uh, during the summer, they're just too warm for her most of the time. Yeah. But she did take them on her backpacking trip uh back in july in the wind rivers because the weather was supposed to be cool and rainy and she liked them but on the sunny days when the sun is out and stuff is a little bit warm but are the, so the trail tights aren't as thick and they're aren't not as warm as thick. right yeah they're a little bit lighter um a little bit less expensive too which is nice yeah um they'd be more of my go-to but i've heard a lot of reviews for anybody like we have a cool trekking tight we had a customer who came in and she loves them but she says they're a little hot that's the hard thing is we want a pant or like a tight to do everything and you just right. can't so I mean, I usually bring a pair of shorts and a pair of trekking tights so that I work with. And yeah, yeah. and my shorts are the, if you haven't tried the, the Ferrosi fabric from the oh, OR, yeah. I, I mean, those are dream shorts. I mean, I've used them to run the river, so they're water resistant. They dry so fast. Um, I've used it for backpacking, hiking, um, pretty much everything. I love them. Yeah. They're great, great yeah, fabric. My my wife had the Ferrosi shorts. It still does, I think. Doesn't use them as much, but love the fabric, mm-hmm. absolutely. I didn't find, personally, that they were quite as flattering as some of the others, but functionally, they're about as good as you can get. They have, like, so this is the thing. I think she probably, did she get the knee-length ones? Uh, no. Oh, she didn't? Just they, the normal ones. They came out with a new design. It's like a mid-thigh one. That That's the one I got, and most people most women who have tried them on have loved them them. and they're they're my go-to i legitimately they're my favorite for sure they they got a new designer or got a new designer two years ago Mm -hmm. um and i don't know if anybody else has noticed focus on the women's (laughs) side focus on the women's because i mean they had great stuff and the technology has always been good and the men's stuff has always been dialed yeah awesome But I feel like sometimes when I'd go and look at the women's stuff, I'm like, it's nice, but it's like just not It's functional, there. but not cute. And yeah, it's like I didn't have quite the fit. And yeah, all those things. Yeah. And I just, so they have a new designer and uh, I'm really excited to see. I think a lot of their stuff came out this spring and their new stuff will come out this next, um, this next fall. So I'm super excited to see the materials and stuff that will be coming. But Nice. Yeah. So what about like top layers, <laughs> shirts and jackets and stuff like that? Um, 
the my main jacket that I go to or shirt I go to actually is um, I have a couple options. I do merino wool a lot. Um, I they're not my favorite fit though. I will say. I mean, Icebreaker has some good stuff, but not my favorite fit. Yeah. Ordovox has some cool options that I really like um, that I've tried. The merino fabric is just the best. Awesome. From, yeah. yeah. I really, really like it. I've tried a couple bamboo, free fly. Yeah. And I, this season, I feel like they did a really good job. I really like their stuff. Really comfortable. Um, yeah. My wife is crazy about their stuff. It's awesome. I mean, it's, yeah, I think all of her, all of the stuff that she's had has fit pretty well mm-hmm. too, but the fabric is so soft and for the warm, warm months, it's just kind of hard to beat. Soft and breathable and yeah. uh, quick drying. Well, it's nice. I, so I've been using, I usually, I've been using that a lot is free fly. Um, jackets. That is a hard one because I have literally like, I'm a lot of jackets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every season I go home and I get a new jacket, but, um, for the summer months, <coughs> I have this, um, like just pullover jacket, this, this little fleece that I wear. Um, and it's, compacts pretty small it's from free fly just lightweight bamboo jacket sweater thing um and then for the winter months i use my alpha direct most of the time mm-hmm. which from rab from rab and i really like that i feel like it it's pretty much the most versatile piece of clothing or jacket that i feel like i've ever gotten amen yeah yeah sure same yeah <laughs> either that one or the kinetic plus the other thing that i like about rab is their fit is freaking rad i love it they fit well they've got Mm -hmm. long sleeves Mm -hmm. Um, the alpine option or whatever yeah they've the um on the wrap stuff and i i know we've mentioned this before but for me getting long enough sleeves is sometimes an issue but for my wife it's usually an issue Mm -hmm. and on wrap it's never an issue arcteric's usually pretty good but Mm -hmm. wrap it's always good and i know that's the case for you too yeah you're tall Sleeves that are long enough, pants that are long enough. Rab seems to do the the job on their jackets, right? Yep. Yeah, they do a great job. I really like them. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other like any must-have pieces, particularly uh, as a woman. Um, well, I, for you that are must-have pieces, I should say. But even for a woman, like I remember one of our employees. Um, when women would come in, she'd always point out a couple of key women-specific things that she would encourage for the backcountry, but um, uh, more like hygiene-type things yeah, and stuff I like that. But any Well, that's the big difference. You know, like, <coughs> one of the things that I have always hated about going backpacking, especially with guys, is, like, in the middle of the night, they can just, like, roll out their tent and go pee. <laughs> I hate it. It's I'm, like, I've never been so jealous of a man before. Then when I have to go and like walk forever away and you know do my business and right. hope that you don't pee on your shoes or whatever, and then <laughs> come back, um, so that's one of the things that I've always hated, a whole lot. Um, so we always have to have like just like basic hygiene stuff. So like having like a, um, I have like a little Osprey, like little I don't know like hygiene kit type thing. Yeah that I really like. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't need to worry about that. I can just throw my toothbrush in there or something like that. But I'm like, well, I want like, you know, wipes. <laughs> and I want <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like just some more things that um, that help make my experience a little bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are some of the things um, that I've really appreciated 
is that little hygiene kit. And then, yeah, that's kind of, I don't know, maybe I'm not the best woman to talk to about this. Maybe Mikel here. <laughs> yeah. One of our, one of our past employees, she loved talking about this type of stuff. She would, um, and she had a lot of good things to say and a lot of good experiences mm-hmm. and stuff with, <clears throat> to share with women. I, I remember she did a, a backpacking for women class yeah. here at the store. And it was just all about like all of the women's things that guys don't have to think about, but women do and what to do about them. It was mm-hmm. a, it was an interesting class in the 15 women or so that were here for it. They all were just like, wow, that was awesome. There's a lot of things that I learned there. But one of the things that she, um, that she pointed people to was, you know, like the pee funnels that you can oh, get or like whatever. Like the go girls. Go girls or like that. There was one that she really liked and I forget. Uh, the she we like, or is it like, I'm trying to think, is it like urine? Is there one called like a urinal or something like that? I, I don't remember. I just know um, like go girl. When they use um, alliteration, I really go girl. <laughs> I can remember it's very it. It's m- memorable. <laughs> yeah. um, I forget which one she encouraged, but she really liked one that was, it was small, but instead of like a rubbery soft funnel, it was a like a, almost a hard plastic yeah they have one and it's blue it comes in a blue box i don't remember what it's called but um but that was the one that she liked because she said it was easier to get it situated in clothes so that she could pee without having to yeah while still staying modest and she said particularly if she was if she was mountaineering and there weren't places to hide or she's above tree line or whatever like with that hard plastic she could situate it in her clothes in a way that she could still pee without I know this is kind of a silly topic. No, but it's an important topic. For, but for some women out there, you might might appreciate this. Yeah. Um, she could pee with her clothes on, mm-hmm. and not. Well, and when you're and in a situation a like that, it's. I can't even do that. What? Pee with my clothes on. Well, well you, you can unzip. Oh, I thought you meant with your clothes, like like pee in your clothes. Well, she no, would like unzip her fly, and uh, she could pee out of her fly like a guy could. <laughs> okay, I was like, wow. But what well, she usually said I get in trouble if I pee in my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is when Chase chimes in. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. <laughs> but she just said with like the soft rubber funnels, it was harder because it was harder to get it situated yeah. properly in the clothes. So that was Well, I, I remember when I was doing an AMGI course up at, and we were on the wall, we're like two or three pitches up, right? And I remember um, one of our friends, Shad, was like, I'm just going to go pee just over here. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, but I need to pee. I was like, well, what am I like? I remember thinking like, what am I going to do? And like, he just like kind of like skirts around and turns to the side and pees off the cliff. And I'm just like, I hate you so much right now. It's like, because I had to pee all day and I was like, I'm just holding it in. I'm probably going to get like a bladder infection. So those things are like (laughs) super important. And those are the things that, yeah, I mean, that I think every woman should be aware of and not be shy or timid about because it's just the nature of the beast. You're going to go out there. You're going to be in, in the elements and, I remember when I was working, I worked at a scout camp and we had a park ranger um, who was talking to us about about being a woman in the backcountry and how we're pretty much just, especially if like we're, you know, shark week, then we are, for those of you who don't know what that <laughs> means. <Shark> now <laughs> no, we're good. We anyway, got it. We got it. Um, you're basically a bear hazard. And so I remember being so terrified that I couldn't go backpacking on my time of the month. And I was so upset 
the whole time oh, like and i i didn't go for silly which is silly but right and so those are the things and those <laughs> are the kind of like that he would say that well you know he's like this like 80 year old bad park room, ranger. Yeah, <laughs> rumors from the early 1900s yeah. but i think like sometimes we forget that those are the stick like the kind of misconceptions of the industry and we have to kind of rectify that like you know you're just go out be in the back country no matter what and um, yeah, women have some other things that they have to consider, such as, you know, how are you going to pee and um, what are you going to do when it's your time of the month and stuff like right. that. Um, so those are considerations for sure that you have to take into account. I didn't realize until I was doing a wilderness first responder course, um, I didn't, I'd never thought of any of this type of stuff because I'm not a girl, but, um, and I think most women know this by now, but, um, leaving like a tampon in too long can cause mm-hmm. toxic shock syndrome it's the or fear whatever. of every can, woman's life it can it can be it can be really super dangerous and um they made sure to mention that and make it very clear on that course because there are some women like when they're in the back country it's a pain to have to mm-hmm. deal with that and so they just leave it in and leave it in too long especially if it's like later in the you're not bleeding as much or whatever and and so they would go days like a day or two and then gets sick and and uh die from having a tampon in too long so anyway there was just be thankful men that this is yeah, not the situation no, I'm, of I'm your grateful. life chase is over there like oh no i'm grateful <laughs> Learned something well. new today but i just want to mention that <laughs> because <coughs> that was a big deal that they wanted to make sure that we all knew mm-hmm. and um something i'd never even thought about but yeah you need to need to be aware of that too yeah for sure yeah very um, much so what about like i know that we're we're running out of time here but what about like your sleep system do you have is there certain gear that you like for that you find works well for you so i'm actually in the process of i'm gonna switch my my sleep si- sleep system um right now i have a nemo tensor sleeping pad which i actually really love mm-hmm. um uh, it's really comfortable um, lightweight, um, but and then I have the Western Mountaineering Terralite, which has been really good. Right. I think one of the issues for me, and I think for a lot of women, is women tend to sleep colder. Right. And so um, usually when I recommend a sleeping bag to a woman, I say get a 15 degree for most things. For most kind three of season stuff. For most three season stuff, just because it's going to be a little bit more comfortable, you're going to be a little bit warmer, and if you get hot, you unzip. I right. mean. Um, and one thing I've noticed is, so my tear light is a 25 degree bag and I was like, that'll be fine for most things. But I have noticed that I tend to get a little bit more cold. Yeah. Um, and, and that can be fixed in a lot of ways. Like I got a sleeping bag liner and that works really, really well and stuff like that. Um, but that has been one of the issues. Um, plus I think a lot of women, their feet get cold a lot easier. Um, so one of the things I will always bring with me is actually no matter how, I don't know, I always bring a Nalgene water bottle with me when I'm backpacking just so I can boil water and put it at the bottom of my feet and, and warm up. Um, and that works super well for me. Um, but I, the, the bags that I've considered looking at, um, is the Rab ones. Uh I mean, I love Western mountaineering and it's going to, I mean, doing my research, so I haven't made my decision yet, but one of the things that I like is. Um, in the women's specific ones, they, they blow a little bit more down in the feet right. and, um, especially if you're a cold sleeper, getting a mummy style bag is as restrictive as it might be. It's better for warmth right. and you'll stay warmer and you'll sleep better. And, 
and things like that. So I'm kind of actually leaning a little bit more towards that direction. Whereas before I was always like, I want the space. I want the room when I'm just like curled up in a little ball anyway. So right. it doesn't really affect me as much. One thing with women's specific sleeping bags is <coughs> they're, <coughs> excuse me, they're shaped a little differently. Mm-hmm. So with a men's bag, they essentially are widest at the shoulders and then taper to the feet. And with the women's, they're wide at the shoulders, down to the hips, and then taper to the feet. Mm-hmm. Also, with most women's specific sleeping bags, at least this used to be the case um, with most brands, they would put a little more insulation in around the midsection and at the feet. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's cool, definitely. The best thing I think that most people can do to keep your feet warm is to keep your core warm. And, um, and like you said, a hot water bottle can help with that. Mm-hmm. Eating food before bed, um, eating proteins and fats, as well as something, um, you know, Brandon always suggests chocolate. And I <laughs> highly, I strongly agree I with I that. I can agree with that, yeah. Um, but eating some food right before bed, that'll help you sleep warmer. Making sure you're well hydrated, that'll help you sleep warmer. But keeping your core warm is the key to keeping your feet mm-hmm. warm. So I've always, I've always thought about that, like with women's specific sleeping bags where they're putting that extra down at the feet. I've always wondered how how effective that is because really extra down at the core is kind of the key to, to so and I've feet. always actually kind of wondered that because a lot of times like my feet will be cold and then um I'll put on a jacket right and I'll think I'm like because I like the core needs to be warm or something like that but then I've started taking my jacket and actually just wrapping it around my feet like my down jacket or my down sleeping bag and that has and worked really the well trick, yeah. the other thing that I've started doing is I've actually not like um because if you're cold you're going to be cold in your bag. Right. So it's important to like not be freezing cold and then get into your bag. Like you want to do like kind of warm up, you know, like walk around for a few mm-hmm. minutes before you climb into your sleeping bag. Yeah. So that yeah. way you're not like just freezing cold. Um, Cause I think that's been one of my issues is like, I'll, we'll sit up chatting around the fire or something like that. And then I'll go to sleep and I'm just cold. Once you've got, you've taken the time to be sufficiently hypothermic. Then yes. You then I c- and then I think I'm going to be warm because I'm in a down bag. Right. But I haven't, you know, so that's kind of one of the issues. The other thing is I always, uh, I used to put on a lot of layers thinking that that was going to help me. But I've noticed that actually just putting on the right layers is what's more important. Like having some good merino wool or a good fleece or something like that close to body. And then if necessary, put on your down jacket or whatever. But more layers doesn't necessarily, that just means there's more spaces that you have to warm up before you go to sleep. And yeah. 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 And, and. One thing I would suggest, um, and this is true for men and women, is uh, I like to have my own certain layers that are just for sleeping, like mm-hmm. around camp and sleeping that I don't hike in, that I don't sweat in and stuff that I keep fresh mm-hmm. and dry for sleeping purposes. Because if I'm hiking all day and I'm sweaty and stuff like that, even if my my layers seem to dry up or dry off a little bit more or whatever and and i don't go to bed wet i don't sleep as warm in that as if i've got fresh clothing to sleep in Mm -hmm. so that does help well and i'm really good at like just not wanting to change because i'm so lazy and so i'll like get into camp and just like i'll just be wearing all the same things that i wore all day which doesn't necessarily matter but if it's a colder night it can really do the other thing going back to the whole legging thing I've heard so many women come in here and they're like, I just, my, like my, my thighs, my butt and my feet are always just cold. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) it's "It's cause you're wearing these tight leggings that are cutting off circulation to your body. Um, And not only that, but the leggings, 
don't offer as much weather protection, wind mm-hmm. and, and weather, pre- cold protection, insulation, as a pant will mm-hmm. usually. Pant so as nice as they are to move around in and, and uh, hike in and stuff like that, and as, you know, they feel nice when you're hiking and, and mm-hmm. working up a sweat and stuff, when it gets cold, yeah, they don't, not quite the same. Yeah. Cool. Anything you want to add? Uh, no. Cool. I'm done. My spiel is over. Awesome. Thank, <laughs> thanks, Sarah, for joining us. And thank you, Chase, for your wisdom that you <laughs> imparted. Oh, I added a lot to this podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of wisdom. Really appreciate your, your input. Almost on as much as hiking with kids. Underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, anyway, thanks for joining us on the no podcast problem. today. Happy and to be here. thank you all for listening to this podcast. Um, if you'd like to follow, uh, well, first of all, subscribe to the podcast so that you'll know when new episodes come out every time. Also, uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. And visit our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G E A R T H I R T Y dot com. And we'll see y'all in the next episode. See you out there. Adios, amigos.